Hey y'all, it's Drew. Before we get into this week's episode with the wonderful Miss Benny, I do want to let y'all know that this was pre-recorded two weeks before SAG-AFTRA joined the Writers Guild on strike. So in this week's episode, we do discuss TV and movies. However, again, this was recorded prior to the strike. Now, I want y'all to know that both Miss Benny and I stand with the writers and the actors in holding out for fair compensation and wages. So make sure y'all support where you can. And we love you all so much. Okay, enjoy the episode. Because that's what it's all about. Gender expression is purely yeah. for attention. I'm biohacking my body. I'm zapping hair out of my face entirely so they can look at me and say just for attention <laughs> yeah no. this episode of the comment section is brought to you by captain morgan sliced since the dawn of bread we've known the truth sliced is better that's why new captain morgan sliced went all in on four bold deliciously sliced cocktail style flavors pineapple daiquiri strawberry margarita mango mai tai and passion fruit hurricane visit captainmorgan.com to find sliced near you does not contain real fruit or juice captain morgan and co plainfield illinois please drink responsibly 21 plus only this episode is brought to you by visit williamsburg in Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Comment Section Show starring me, your favorite. Everybody knows me and nobody ever cares about me anymore ever since we went to Spotify. Anyways, on to the amazing, wonderful guests. Today we have the iconic, the legendary, Miss Benny. I am so happy to be here. I feel like I'm on like at a public school if they had like a little news report that they put on little screens. That's what I feel like I'm doing right (laughs) now. Drag me, bitch. No, I love it. It's very (laughs) colorful. It's very sweet. I feel very bright. I mean, I don't feel very bright, but the set. It's all right. The set makes up for it. Yeah. And we matched in our our somber colors today. What are we going through right now? Girl. Are you okay? How much time do you have? Right, right, right. We can talk (laughs) later. We can talk about this some other time. I'm so happy to have you. Oh, my God. You living icon, living legend. Living? I don't know. I'm here. Existing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Surviving. Booked right now. Mm-hmm. Present. Um, yes. Booked yeah, no. and busy. I'm excited to be here. I feel like everything I've done recently has been over Zoom. Really? And so, like, I truly so excited to be in studio right now. It's so nice. excited to physically see you and not worry about my Wi-Fi going out. <laughs> it's very exciting. I'm so happy to have you. Thank We're big you. fans of you here. Oh, my God. That's and so I know nice. you've been real busy with your amazing Netflix show. And I know mm. you're on Fuller House. Mm-hmm. And you've been in the game recently. And how has life been for you? How has life been treating you since your new show came out and everything? It's been great. I Mm -hmm. mean, I sort of stacked my my month of June to be like just putting so much shit out. And so Mm -hmm. I put my first EP out at the beginning of June. How exciting. It's so great. And then I ended June by putting out the Netflix show. And so I felt like just like the craziest pride of my life. And then... (laughs) Now I'm just sort of in like the aftermath, which makes it sound like something bad happened. But I mean, like the after show. <laughs> it's like the the point where you get to finally talk about everything you've been working Absolutely, on. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And it's weird because it feels like I just filmed this show, but I mean, we wrapped over seven, eight months ago now or something. Really? So a long time ago. Yeah. So it's just weird. It feels like this has been a long time coming. It took five years to make this show, yeah. so I'm just like, have at it. <laughs> 
read it, make fun of it. It was very much made to be like hate watched and have people make silly memes about it. And um, so far, that's been the response. So I'm really happy. I've been seeing lots of really positive responses. My agent actually yeah. told me she really likes your show. Oh, does your agent want to hang out sometime? <laughs> yeah, she was like, it's so good. I was like, I'm. she was excited that you were coming on. That's so sweet. I yeah. Know. What I, was I mean, it like filming the show? It was really fun. And working um, with like Kim Cattrall. Working with Kim was crazy because I, I just have always been obsessed with her specifically in Sex and the City, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they were casting the role of Madeline, I... I just kept bugging the producers. You'd be like, it should be Kim Cattrall. And they were like, we'll see. And I was like, Kim Cattrall. They were like, we'll see. <laughs> and then finally one day they just were like, it's Kim Cattrall. And I like fell out of my chair because I was like, I cannot believe this did is happening. Did you request a casting credit? Um, yes, I absolutely like, did. And, um, mm-hmm. and I am responsible for her career now. For so, all Kim, of her success. You're welcome. You're welcome, um, No, it was so crazy. And uh, I, it was just weird because like, knowing her as Samantha Jones, you, like, mm-hmm. you kind of want to... You don't know how she's going to be in real life, if she's yeah. going to want to banter, if she's going to want to not banter. And yeah. so um, anytime I was on set with her, I, I just was trying to have those moments. And I remember the first time we actually met, mm-hmm. I was wearing just like a big office T-shirt with like basically no pants. And <laughs> I walked up to her and I was like, hi, I'm a big fan. So excited to work with you. And she goes, well, look at you. <laughs> and I was like, look at me. And she was like, who needs pants? And I was like, <laughs> I can't believe it. That seems so on brand for her. Yeah, it was pretty perfect. (laughs) And then, like, the rest of our, like, weird banter was always about, like, the fact that we were in high heels all day, every day. Mm -hmm. Which I was like, oh, my God, I'm, like, shit-talking high heels with Kim Cattrall. This is so crazy. Like, (laughs) do you think she did this on set of Sex and the City? It's like, I'm, like, basically Sarah Jessica Parker. Like, this is so fun. That's just what other people have said about me. I'm just here to acknowledge what's my truth. (laughs) Um, And that is that me and Kim Cattrall, I hate wearing heels. (laughs) Um, yeah, it was fun. And then she, there was a day where she was supposed to be holding um, like a little puppy dog, and the puppy's name was Tequila. <laughs> and so there was a day where Kim would, she called me over, and anytime she did that, by the way, I was like pooping my pants. I was like, oh my God, am I in trouble? I don't know why I would be, but if I am, I'm so sorry. And she called me over and she was like, Miss Benny, have you ever met Tequila? And I said, honey, have I? <laughs> and she laughed. So And you said, got him. I said, got him. <laughs> check it was really sweet so yeah it was crazy that's amazing that's so incredible how long have you been acting for oh god um i've been acting since i was like 11 or 12 when i used to do commercials in texas i did like nerf guns super soakers i did a furby (laughs) commercial that was like the most hellish experience i've ever filmed why i want you to imagine okay so it was texas it was in this like warehouse studio and Mm -hmm. It was when they had started to make the Furbies like alive. They oh, had like the yeah, digital like they face, and they, and they okay. were like they were like kind of AI, where it was like they supposedly yes. reacted to how you treated them. Got it, got it. And um, they were like the pre-Megan, but like Furby <laughs> form. And then um, so I walked into the like filming location, and they had built like a super colorful like party set for like kids Mm -hmm. but then the walls were lined with the furbies the furbies were like a chandelier they were like everything was made of furbies and they were all on so it was just like loud chirping and then they had the audacity at the end of the like 12 hour shoot to say like we also will give you you can have one you're like i rebuke thank you very much i said i do not claim her And I immediately, I think I gifted it to um, one of my friend's kids. And I was just like, oh, my God, I thought of you. And by that, I mean, I need to get rid of this demon. 
I I'm need to passing this on. My house. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know where that kid is now, but I can't imagine they're doing very well ever since I cursed Herpes them. These are ooky spooky. I do not like them. And they never needed to come alive. No, they didn't. They absolutely did not. None of us did, really. <laughs> I don't think any of us At the end of the this. day. What's that Spy Kids quote where it's like, do you think that God uh, stays in heaven because he too fears what he's created? <laughs> By Steve Buscemi. <laughs> do you know that line? That is yeah, crazy. Yeah, I do. Even as a kid, I was and like, it's so whoa. Real. It's so real for that. And he's talking about little dinosaurs on a mountain. And he's talking about Furbies. And he's talking about Furbies. He's and literally. Us. And us. Furbies. Just the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> That's us. <laughs> Just the two of us. Do you personally identify with a Furby? <laughs> Because I do. <laughs> they they freak me out. I remember my brother yeah. got one one time, I think in like a white elephant game. And oh, wow. he was kind of spooked by it too because he was young at the time. Yeah. And he was like, I don't like this thing. Because it was almost like it was listening to us. It's like the Alexas. Yeah. You know, they're like listening. Sometimes mm -hmm. I talk and I just be talking. Sometimes I just be talking to myself. Oh, and yeah. sometimes my Google responds to me. And uh, I'm like, girl, I wasn't talking to you. With like opinions. Yeah, she's like, well, that's because I'm like, shut up. Like I say uh, things like that. And then my Google will go, that's not very nice. <gasps> the attitude, but also like keeping you in line. Yeah. That's really funny. I've only seen like the videos of people's, I think it's Alexa that like periodically just laughs. And I can't think of anything worse than walking around my house. That like, would scare me. Interviewing myself like I'm doing like 60 minutes or something and like <laughs> being like fully in character crying about like a, a Oscar that I'm probably winning in this fantasy. Yeah. And um, then all of a sudden I hear like an Alexa just be like. <laughs> <laughs> Not like, her being shady. It's awful. But again, keeping me in line. So maybe there's something to do there. But yeah, sometimes when I was. Uh when I was working, I would do those, you know those uh, Vogue videos they do where they get ready with, like they do their skincare with them. Of course, doing a thousand steps of moisturizer. Is, oh, like, so good. Yeah. Or they do their makeup or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes you just pretend when you're doing yours, you're like, next I'm going to be going in with Oh, if I'm that. late for anything, it's because I was in my mirror being like, and I'm going to take this, this is Chanel, it's bougie, <laughs> I know, but I got it recently and it's really changed my life. Um, Don't skip your eye creams, ladies. And it's really important. I like to put on the under eye mask while I do my eyeshadow so it keeps it hydrating, catches fallout. <laughs> Meanwhile, not doing the step. Yeah. Just saying I'm doing it and then not putting anything on my face. No products around me. There's a really fun performative aspect to doing, um, I don't know if you've ever done like any sort of press op where you like have to do your makeup and they like set it up, but. No, actually no. I had to do it, I had to do one like yesterday for some beauty brand and they, they wanted me to film it like real. So they were like mm -hmm. filming at home. We want it just like propped up like as okay. if it was whatever. And like, I think muscle memory, I just was like, okay, yeah, I'll like do my makeup how I always do. But then I forgot that I'm like, <laughs> I'm basically a drag queen because I'm doing like trans makeup, which is like beard block, like 10 yeah. stages of powder. And yeah. so like while I'm filming it, I was like, this is going to be promoted to like are like cis moms and like their friends. Like they're not going to understand why I'm painting my face like a pumpkin. <laughs> Maybe they find it entertaining. Color theory. Yeah. It's important. Allyship. Yeah. <laughs> are you an ally or aren't you? Are you an ally? Do you support prove this it. pumpkin or not? <laughs> prove it. Yeah. Literally prove it. God. I'm with you. Good. I think, you. too, I, I with the, I feel like when I do my makeup, I don't talk at all. So I feel boring when I do it. Right. So I haven't had to do anything like that yet. But I also have a professional hair and makeup artist. Like, I did one, right. one, um, like a TV thing like with a brand and they told me to come they're filming with like high def cameras mm. and they were like oh the focus is skincare because they do skincare and makeup and then they're okay. like we want you to come bare face and I'm like 
Right. How bear? Because I'm two <laughs> weeks. I'm I'm like two weeks away from my major hormonal stages, which right. means my skin's not skinning. And then yeah. I was like, when you say bear, do you mean like bear or do you mean like no makeup, makeup? Right. And they're like, well, it's really up to you. And I was like, okay, so no makeup, makeup's good. Sounds good. Right. <laughs> I did not get that memo when I first started doing makeup videos, like mm -hmm. for whatever featured content. And yeah. uh, there's like a, there's a video. I've, I've tried to get it pulled before, but it just like, they won't. <laughs> they're kind of like, you made this bed, lie in it, Diva. But there's this video I did where I was supposed to be doing my makeup on an airplane so I'm like on an airplane set and the idea was they were like they like really stressed the come bare face thing okay. and I didn't know at the time that like no one like that's just like no one you does do. that yeah. you usually show up with like foundation and then you're like I'm just doing eye makeup right so yeah. I showed up <laughs> completely bare <laughs> bare minerals down and I was like okay and then um, I did. I had a horrible mistake, which is I didn't bring anybody, which I've learned now for like personality videos. I'm like, bring a friend mm -hmm. because these people on the crew a lot of the time sometimes are like, at least for me, sometimes they're like straight and sometimes they're like dudes. Oh yeah. I know you don't really like to talk about straight men um, in any of your work, so I'm not. Oh, gonna... I love to talk about them. <laughs> I like to talk shit on right, them. Right, right, mm -hmm, right, right, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I actually, funny enough, saw the like Jonah Hill stuff when that first came out, and I was like, I just know you're having a field day. I was like, I just know your <laughs> stock did. just went up. <laughs> I was so excited for you, but. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, anytime I have those videos, I'm like, I've learned two things. Don't come bareface, even if they ask for it. Mm -hmm. And bring a friend who will laugh at all your jokes in Girl, case the straight people on set don't. You're telling me. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'm firing off jokes and I'm like, man, is this thing on? <laughs> you're like, Are you guys just the most boring crew on planet Earth? Everyone must have like headphones and they're focused on a call or something. Like, <laughs> it can't possibly be because they're it's not It's absolutely not me. I can <laughs> tell you that much. I'm hilarious. I'm glad. Yeah, I feel that way too. <laughs> I get what you're saying, though. It's nice to have like... Uh, someone with you. I always it's nice bring my. To have a friend. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's nice to have Hot friends. Take. It's nice to have somebody <laughs> that you like around you. Yeah. <laughs> I always bring my mom and my sister to like anything I, I film, anything I and everything that. I film. Like, and it's like a running bit now with people that I are used to seeing me in filming, in yeah. any kind of filming capacity because they're like, anytime you see Drew, she has like a plus nine, which I is true. That. I always bring. It's always just my family. Like, yeah, my entire family. I'm like, I'm gonna need a plus eight if that's cool. I love that so much. And then they're like, um, you get one. I'm like, okay, four. Final offer. Yeah, right. Four. You final offer. So you gotta, you gotta start with twelve, so they work you back to eight. There you go. That's the trick. You sh overshoot. Yeah. And then they're like, I'll give you two. I brought my parents to something for the first time, which was when we did like the. It wasn't like a traditional premiere, but it was what we were doing as a premiere for Glamorous. Yes. And I decided to invite my parents because I was. Like, oh my god, they'll get to see me all glammed up for the first time. They'll mm -hmm. get to see some of the show. Like, it'll just be so great for them to celebrate. Yeah. And so they came, and then I forgot that it was like a QA that I was doing. Mm -hmm. And so there I am, like, up on the stage answering questions. And the moderator was like, So, what was your upbringing like as a queer person? And how do you feel now? And my, my parents and I have been on a journey with that. They're super supportive now. But yeah. I realized that I started to earnestly answer. I was like, well, growing up in Texas sucked. I was like, it was really hard for me and my environment was not great. And then I realized they were like right there. <laughs> and so then I was like, but now it's great. I love visiting. I miss Texas so much. The food is just so lovely. <laughs> like I pivoted so fast because I was like, oh, for the first time I've had my parents directly in front of me. Yeah. Um, they thought it was funny. You're but just I was... so honest, girl. What's your sign? 
I'm a Pisces. Love. Yeah. I, I wish I knew more about all of that because every time I tell people that, they're like, that makes so much sense. Yeah. And I can't tell if they're reading me or if they're like, <laughs> like oh, I love that. Yeah. It's always well, like, mm. I, I, yeah, they're like, oh. Yeah. I think you're, you're just fighting your emotions every day. Yeah. Fighting those demons, girl. I, I, there's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. I honestly, this is their vessel. I'm just a guest. <laughs> You're a guest in that house, bro. Yeah, I'm a, an uncomfortable guest. The one that, like, you you offer water, and they're like, no, I couldn't possibly. Like, that's how I am in my own body. Yeah. When you're uh, talking about, like, premieres and stuff, I'm sure you do lots of, like, work things. Like, have you ever had anything embarrassing happen when you go to, like, premieres? Oh, gosh. Or, like, events or brands or... Um, I mean, sometimes. I mean, I, I did this. There was a... Uh, it was the LGBT Center's gala that they were doing recently and it was oh, like yeah, the yeah, yeah. first carpet that I had done in a like I think since I had started transitioning even so mm-hmm. I was like I really want to like show up and just like gag people mm-hmm. really give them something um and for whatever reason to me that meant bringing like a, a Momo stuffed animal from Avatar the Last Airbender being like this is my new thing <laughs> I was like I have red hair now I'm debuting it and then yeah. I went on the carpet for it and they like took the photos and I was like, oh, I feel so fierce. And then the photos came out and there's like fully a hair from my bangs just like plastered across my face. <laughs> and I was like, first of all, homophobic that no one said anything. <laughs> Second of all, transphobic that the photographers took and posted the photos. And then now when press runs about me and they like pull those Getty images, sometimes yeah. they pull that one. And I'm like, there's like clearly <laughs> it looks like I'm trying to do that like editorial thing where it's like wet hair plastered to the face. But it looks like <laughs> I didn't finish. It just looks like I did one and then I had to like, go. Oh, to yeah. Um, Love. Yeah. I, I actually I actually have a Getty like that, too. I feel like at a party, I, I was like, oh, yeah. I was at a Rolling Stone party because I was um, in their creator issue. They featured mm-hmm. me in there. And so it's like a big, it's like a big party at like the mansion they filmed Scarface at. Whatever the fuck people were telling what me. What an I'm anecdote. Like, yeah, I'm like, period. Right. I've never seen Scarface. I've never seen Scarface. Uh, <laughs> all the film bros are like, what? Right. They're the ones who love watching it. <laughs> They're like, we love when you take us <laughs> what down. What are you talking no. about? <laughs> Uh yeah I I I was on that carpet it was like the world's tiniest car- like it was like this short <laughs> this shallow like it was the a photographer scarf that they rolled out yeah on like the floor. if I reached out I could grab the camera like that's how close they that's were to me really crazy and so like I'm like okay yeah no for sure great angle love that super uptight love uh, and it's like a DMV photo and oof. so they're taking and I'm like okay so I'm like okay I'm gonna look up Gettys later when I saw them girl there's like a big like I had like a big blowout. Okay. So my hair is like curled out, but there's one hair that's like this, <laughs> uh, and it's so distracting. Why didn't no one say anything? And I don't use Facetune, so I was like, maybe I can Facetune the hair. And I don't know how to do that. Oh, like no. I don't have the tools. You just have like a blurry brown line yeah, across so, like, your forehead because <laughs> you're like, that'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. So then when I posted it, I literally just cut my head off because if you if like when I uh, that's in so the grid, uh-huh. I literally just. <laughs> Like I cut this oh whole half so you couldn't see the hair. So you look like like a Facebook mom, <laughs> like didn't know how to crop this. Yeah, like frankly. I didn't know how the how to work the. Dimensions I love that. I love it's like there's an issue with something. I'm just gonna crop it out. Delusion. You're just it's gonna I'm be one of those photos it. where it's like lips down. It's very like seductive and like sweet, but it's just because there's like a wonky lash. Oh something. yeah, it's delusion at, at its finest for me. Yeah, at this same event that the hair fiasco happened, I I wore this pair of shoes that were like you know like the clear like PVC vinyl mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. I they were like that's how the toe part was and Ooh, yeah those hurt i don't know about you but i am one of those people who worships and believes in the house of press on acrylic toenails 
specifically French tips because I'm just too lazy to go get like my toes done. I feel you. So I'm like, oh, I'll just press them on. What I didn't account for is that your feet get really sweaty in those PVC things. And mm-hmm. so this didn't show up in the photos, thank God. But at some point in the hour and a half I was at this event, all of the toenails came off within the shoe. <laughs> They're just floating in So there. literally, I like I got in the car after and was like, that was fun. I went to take off my shoe. And literally, I was like, where are my toenails? And I was like, there's like some under my foot. There was some like in the tip of the shoe. And then there were some just completely gone. So I was like, there's just toenails all over the LGBT center. <laughs> which I'm sure I've there's been a uh, lost and found of just toenails over the years. leaving your breadcrumbs but... all over there, like Hansel and Gretel. So then I was so embarrassed. They had like a roaming photographer. And I was like, any photos they took of me, it could be at any state of toenail. <laughs> Like I have well, no who's idea. To know. Yeah. Honestly, who's to know at that point? I'm also just a mess with press songs. I mean, I I'm such a press song girl, and uh, I did KTLA, which was the only time I've ever done anything live. Yeah. I was so terrified, and I had these press songs on, and I kept joking that one of them was gonna fly off on air, and I was gonna be like so embarrassed. And then while filming it, literally, I went to put my hand down, and my hand like scraped the table, and literally one just flew off. And I didn't know. I was like, you only get like. A minute and a half on yeah. KTLA, and it's yeah. live. They are like ready to cut you off, and so I was like, "Do I make a joke or do I just like let it fly?" And so I just let it fly. There's just a nail. <laughs> I was like, "Great, this is my impact." I also on that um, interview, I was trying to make a metaphor about queer people mm-hmm. just wanting to live like normal lives like everyone else, and so yeah. the metaphor I usually use is like. I like to get up in the morning, have my coffee, go to the grocery store, come home, go see my friends, mm-hmm. like everyone else. But I got like nervous and I was so like, uh, I felt rushed with time that I literally was just like, queer people are just like you. Like I like going to the grocery store. <laughs> like I literally just like left it there. So then my legacy has now become that I like going to the grocery store. Um, <laughs> and they're like, Okay. Yeah, literally. They, Great. I think the interview Thanks, was Thanks, Miss like, Benny, for your Great. contribution. <laughs> I know. I was like, I'm really at the front lines. I, I'm not quite throwing the first brick at Stonewall, but I'm, I'm definitely picking up a brick at some point. You're, you're over there. After you're I in go there. to Trader Joe's. Yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place we're always daydreaming about. Whether it's the snow-capped mountains, white sand beaches, a best friend's wedding, or even a hometown visit, we all have one. My happy place, personally, is my second home, which is in Hawaii. And everybody knows, because that's where I've been living, and I live there, and in California, and I love Hawaii, and I love traveling there. So, wherever your happy place is... Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price, so you never have to miss a trip. And did you know that when you bundle and save with Priceline, you can save up to 625 bucks when you book your flights and hotels together? We all know the feeling. A hundred open tabs across 50 different sites trying to find the best deal. Just use Priceline and simply book your entire trip in one place. They truly have deals you cannot find anywhere else. And everybody loves a good deal, girl. So make sure you get that value off of Priceline. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Captain Morgan Sliced. In fruit and life, there's no juice without the slice. It's what freed the pineapple from the rind and turned your old jeans into cute jorts. Introducing Captain Morgan Sliced, four cocktail-inspired, ready-to-drink flavors. Pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find Sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan & Co., Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus only. There's like... One of the first live things I ever did was I hosted a carpet for Black Adam, like the movie mm. in New York, and it's in Times Square. And they told me, like, 
maybe an hour before that it was going to be live. And I was like, oh, oh period. Love that. Nightmare, though. Yeah. Love that. And so it's live streaming on TikTok. And then they're also streaming it to the big screen in Times Square. So, like, where the big bleachers are that uh-huh. everyone can, like, look at that screen. Like, you're watching me and Chris Olsen. <gasps> oh like, we God. host it together. So we were like, oh, Slay, love that for us. <laughs> so they're like, it's live, so you got to be careful what you say. Like, don't cuss, don't say this, don't say that. We have right. in-ears, so we're, like, listening to producers at the same time. And then there's an echo, so you can, like, hear me, like, 10 seconds later. And so Just Chris, the worst, like, overstimulating so overstimulating. <laughs> Chris was like, this is too much for me. And I was yeah. like, I know, it's a lot. It's like, I was like, it's okay, we got it. I'm, like, holding us down. Even though I'm nervous too, I'm like, we got it. I love you taking the position of like, babe, we got this. Yeah, so easy. Panicking. (laughs) And I, I, before I went there, because I walked first and then I went back to my spot. And I told them, um, when I go back to my spot, are you guys okay if I change shoes? Because Mm. I'm not going to be able to stand in heels for like four hours um, interviewing. And they're like, yeah, yeah, totally. So I like brought a flat shoe. My manager, bless him, was holding them in a bag for me. Love it. And so I changed my shoes. And I'm like, you're not going to see my feet at all, right? And they're like, no, no, not at all. I'm like, okay. Okay, Okay, I'll take the word of the producers. I'm going to trust you. And so then we're live. And we're like, they, they're like, oh, banter. Like, just like kind of talk about what you're wearing and talk about Times Square or whatever. And we're like, oh, are you excited to be here? Like, we're like talking to each other. Yeah. We're like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, girl. And then uh, we're talking about each other's outfits. And I'm like, well, I had to change my shoes because I can't stand in heels. But, you know, it's all right. And then the cameraman goes down like this. No. Girl, my feet on camera. My feet in Times Square. Your flats. My flat and my bare feet. Like, I'm like, Oof. my dogs are out and you're putting them in the Times Square <laughs> billboard? Anybody passing by is like, hell yeah, we got some toes <laughs> Oh, now we're today. talking. <laughs> That's crazy. And Chris was like on the mic. He's like, yeah. And he goes, oh, and they're on camera. Oh. Because they're like, So not oh. only are they on there, he's calling out that they're on there. He's drawing attention to the fact that yeah, they're on there. Yeah, and then we're looking at them and i was like speechless did you give a wiggle i was like well i had no choice but to like move my feet i'm like yeah okay well we can pan that back up we don't have to look at those at that point you just have to like plie or like do something so weird so that you just like spread them really hard yeah like push your toes over as far as you (laughs) grip the front of my sandal white knuckling your toes Um, my like one of my funny Kim Cattrall stories is we we were in heels all the time on the show, but yeah. obviously again if they're not on camera, like we would wear comfort shoes. And for yeah. me, <laughs> mine were like my platform purple Crocs. With, like, I love platform Crocs. They're the best. They're kind of hard to walk in sometimes because they're rubber, so yeah. you're literally just like wobbling. But yeah. love them so much. They're also like the height I am in heels, so it like mm-hmm. works for like height camera stuff I don't know technical things people have relayed to me but yeah I uh Kim's were like a chic like I don't even know what's like cork it's very like Lizzie McGuire Mm -hmm. shoe like it was very chic I should have taken that note but I had this recurring bit with all the castmates where like right before a take would start I would look at them and be like oh you have something oh I'll tell you after (laughs) and then like they panic it was like a horrible prank I would play but I got, karma got its kick for me because <laughs> then I had, I was about to do a scene with Kim, who I'm like so intimidated by, no matter yeah. how many times we work together, and we're about to walk into this scene, they're like calling all the things, and then they're about to say action, and she just looks down at my shoes, looks at me, and just goes, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, she got me. She gagged you. She literally twisted my own game on me, <laughs> and you know what? She was right. My feet did look funny. <laughs> My little she kind of ate me up a little bit. You know, with Crocs, they had little holes and you can see your toes. So she could see like the mm-hmm. space in between my toes where I didn't have gibbets. It was so, 
embarrassing. Um, <laughs> but then when I went to like tell all the other cast about it, I was like, I can't believe Kim said that. They were like, you act like you don't literally do that. Girl, that's different. Yeah, I'm like, no, that's different. I'm like being silly. <laughs> she was comedy. being malicious. Yeah. Girl, that's comedy. No, Look she, it up. Yeah, she got a good laugh. And uh, <laughs> she got me. I do get what you mean about the the height disparity thing. Are you tall? Are you tall? I'm like five nine. I'm not really tall. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm pretty I'm pretty tall without heels, but mm. like uh I filmed some sort of like commercial thing and I the guy I was filming with is like I'm six feet tall, so the guy mm. I was filming with is like probably like five ten, five eleven. Okay. So when we did wardrobe, like when we had meetings about it, I, I was getting styled for it and I told them like, Oh, just so you guys know, I'm tall. Right. Like I'm tall, bitch. Like <laughs> uh so optics wise if it matters like i maybe don't give me a heel because i'll be like way taller than him right. and then i'll be looking down and i don't Adding know if you guys, head yeah you know. i don't know if you'll like that right. so and they're like yeah 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 no worries they style me they put me in pretty high heels so i'm like okay well maybe he's tall i don't know right, right? and so we get to the shoe and we're like fully ready and we stand next to each other and like i'm like four inches taller than him <laughs> and when i saw them all they were like Oh, you meant tall, like what tall, they think tall. You meant? And I, I think they meant You're like, like five I'm a petite, tall, like <laughs> a small, tall, yeah. like, like little you... girl, tall. Like... That's crazy. Did they put him on like an apple box or something? No, they changed my shoe. They, put... <laughs> they cut off my leg from the knee down. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I'm stubborn from this. Leg. Yeah, <laughs> they made me sit. Yeah. No, they literally wild. put me in a like a. I was calling them like eighth grade promotion heels. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the little tiny like square block heel at, a fit, at that point you should be barefoot that's like, what i'm yeah. saying i'm like what's at, at one point because i was just standing for hours yeah. like we that shoot day was probably like 10 or 12 hours i literally told them i'm like do you guys mind if i just stand in my socks is that cool it's like more inconvenient to have like if it's less than a kitten heel yeah it is it was far less than a kitten heel <laughs> harder to walk in because yeah. then you're walking on like a mighty bean yeah like, it's <laughs> Not <laughs> on a jelly bean. Yeah, it's girl. like not even. It's not supporting anything. Yeah, even. and it's like they pinch so hard because the shoe is just so. The way yeah. they're built is just so it's awful. Crazy. So I was like, "Do you guys care if I just like stand in my socks?" Right. <laughs> and they were like, "Oh no, no, yeah, you could take them off." And I and I took them off, and it didn't matter because then we were more eye level at right, that point, right, anyways, because right. he had like a a heeled like loafer on. They should put him in a pump. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, why don't you give him a heel? And let me stand in my flat shoe. One of my favorite things is when I, um, anytime that I, when I was like presenting as a boy and I would do these acting jobs where I had to have a stunt double or for whatever reason, mm -hmm. um, the stunt double, they like, they just cast who's like adequately able to do the stunt. They don't yeah. think about like the optics of <laughs> what I'm doing in the scene. And so the amount of times a stunt double has come in who's usually like a straight guy and yeah. then he has to put on whatever shoe I was wearing to do the stunt and he's like never walked in heels so then there's like a shot where all of a sudden I'm just like Whoa, <laughs> like running in these heels <laughs> it's they're lucky that I like camp because I think that's so funny <laughs> that's so there's camp. something really amazing about it being me being like oh let me just jump over this really quick and then it like cuts like the Hulk like jumping <laughs> over in a pump like that works for me, but I imagine it wouldn't work for everybody. <laughs> but I'm just a different kind of girl. That's crazy. Okay. A stunt double is crazy. I the knew concept someone, to me is crazy. I knew someone that did a, um, they had a stunt where they were in high heels and they were on a motorcycle. They were like driving a motorcycle mm -hmm. and then they like get off the motorcycle really fast and like, I don't know, do some cool thing. Yeah. And so they had like a motorcyclist stunt double, but he was like 
genuinely so butch and had never even touched a pump in his life. I don't think he even understood what a pump was. <laughs> so then they put him in it and he like does a motorcycle thing and then he gets off and just like hobbly lobbly like <laughs> walks over and my friend was just like, how do I like teach this guy to like strut in the like <laughs> 30 minutes we to have like serve cunt right mm -hmm. it's like do i have to play the cheetah girls like i have to start young <laughs> you like, gotta you inspire can't just jump right away i know like, it's a process yeah there's baby steps to being um a diva either and, you got it or you don't and that's what we've always said yeah and that's what i've always said and i've always said that literally. yeah when it comes to divahood <laughs> <laughs> okay so on to our topic for today today our topic we're going to be talking about living authentically as yourself mm -hmm. so you're someone who i read your time piece by the way which mm -hmm. is so incredible Thank you. and i find you so inspiring in many different ways obviously you're hilarious and so talented but i also find you very inspiring for how you're choosing to live so authentically and still actively working and having an online presence so what has that journey been like for you oh my i mean it's been a long interesting journey because i uh i just like started out being a public person on mm -hmm. youtube and yeah. doing music when i was like 15 and at that point i hadn't like fully formed my identity but at the same time i was being given like notes on my identity yeah. so you have this weird thing where and i'm sure you feel this all the time too but it's like you're being rewarded for something you're exhibiting publicly at the same time you're deciding if you even like it. Yeah. So then mm -hmm. you're in this weird thing where you're like, I don't even know what it's I like. like. A purgatory. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I, I landed in that for so long, which complicated so much of my self-discovery. And then mm -hmm. I like unintentionally kind of stepped away from social media and everything when I was like 20, 21 at the beginning of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And then um, that sort of allowed me to like take inventory yeah. of everything that I had sort of done. And it's funny because a lot of the work that I had done was exactly what I want to do, but yeah. I just was so go, go, go. I hadn't processed it. So mm -hmm. it's funny, like my intro to like music and my intro to being a YouTuber was always about gender related topics yeah. and self-expression. And then now looking back, I'm like, how did I not know I was trans? And I was literally <laughs> 14 being like, I'm just such an ally. <laughs> I think if you like to express yourself differently, that's great. Like, <laughs> I the signs were all there. I just wasn't reading them. And yeah. <clears throat> now I'm just super grateful that I get to um, sort of opt into that position rather yeah. than before I felt like, oh, I'm here now. I might as well, like, be this. Yeah. I, I love being authentically me. <laughs> and I love doing it the way that I do it. Oh, <laughs> perfect. Okay, so, and we're also going to kind of talk about how the internet can be, like, a way to be representative for so many people, whether it's intentional or not. So yeah. I feel like once you get the platform, it's like what you said, it's now you're choosing to opt in as opposed to like yeah. almost being like, and it, well, I might as well do it since I'm already here. Yeah. Which I totally get. So um, first video we're going to look at. Oh, for those of you who aren't familiar, what we do here on the comment section is we bring videos that I was tagged in oop, that are applicable to our topic today. And then, we either make fun of them, kiki about them, or I guess that's pretty much it. Nothing really else <laughs> to it. Only two options. Only two make options. Fun of yeah. someone or you kiki with them. <laughs> that's how I navigate through life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Rockstar Energy Drink. We're all guilty of spacing out from time to time, and Rockstar totally gets that, which is why they've released the all new Rockstar Focus. 
made with lion's mane and 200 milligrams of caffeine for an energy and mental boost. Plus, it's available in three delicious zero sugar flavors. My favorite being the white peach, babe. Visit rockstarenergy.com to learn more. At least 75 milligrams of caffeine has been shown to help improve attention. This episode is brought to you by eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Whether it's a handbag, watch, sneakers, streetwear, or jewelry, eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay authenticity guarantee. Visit ebay.com for terms. Okay, so this first video um, has pictures of a couple with the caption, I started dating my boyfriend when I was very feminine and went by she, her. Then after four years, I came out as non-binary. And the end is a video of them super happy and crying with the caption. And today he referred to me as his partner instead of his girlfriend for the first time. Which is so sweet. We don't get sweet videos very often on here. I was about to say, I was like like waiting for this to turn. She was like, and then I whooped his ass. And I was like, right, right, right. Well, Um, I'm, uh, you know, obviously it's called the comment section. So the comments are always the worst part. Right, right, right. But very often, not very often do we have videos that are sweet and meant to be sweet. Yeah. (laughs) Like in their very nature and intention. So this first comment, obviously. I can confirm that all these comments, you can't see the names, but they're all ugly men. Okay. But this first one says, I'll never understand why this generation is so starved for attention. Because that's what it's all about. Gender expression is purely yeah. for attention. I'm biohacking my body. I'm zapping hair out of my face entirely so that you'll look at me and say. Just for attention. <laughs> yeah. No. I. Yeah. I mean, growing up queer, I literally, the the number one thing I was like, don't draw attention like keep people away you know i can't help it that i'm just so magnetic (laughs) people just want to look at me i'm just so popular i I mean i can't help it that i'm so sexy and so funny and so smart humble and so humble what always blows my mind about those kind of comments though is (laughs) because i get these on my like i just started tiktok recently and i've started getting those comments now and it always Mm -hmm. blows my mind because i'm like isn't tiktok algorithmic yeah i'm like how is this showing up on your feed Calls coming from inside. You the love house. giving the girls attention. <laughs> you want to worship the dolls. The dolls. <laughs> That's why I always think like, is is that the case? Maybe. Or do you just want to give them all your attention? Like, I don't know. Or are they just drawing your attention? Like, do yeah. they want attention, or is that just something that piques your interest? It's also like sometimes I found like when my Time article came out, a lot of the like transphobic backlash, mm-hmm. like was kind of complimentary in a weird way where like there was one guy in particular who responded and was like, "Ugh, this guy's had a lot of good work done. And I was like, I haven't even had FFS. I was like, you think I look that good? Like, (laughs) he was kind of calling me hot. You're like, like, I'm serving cunt. No, he literally was like, wow, you literally have, you look great. (laughs) It was, if you take out the like man part, I was like, I actually like this comment a lot. You're all misgendering aside, you're attracted to me. Yeah, I was yeah. like, you could maybe misgender me a little if it means you're going to say I look amazing. <laughs> oh my God. There was, I, I've gotten comments before that were like, it's like, they're glam photos, so obviously, like, mm-hmm. I'm in, like, two hours of hair and makeup, so obviously I'm serving <laughs> Your cunt. body is, like, three inches below whatever you have on. It, exactly. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm super, like, operating from the highest level of, like, <laughs> beauty at that yeah. point. Uh, and I'll get comments like, 
Yeah, she. This looks good, but like without those hundred pounds of makeup, I'm like, pause. I made that right. pee pee wiggle a little. Huh? A little bit. <laughs> and you're like, and guess what? I have the makeup on. I'm like, so six more weeks of winter, huh? I heard it. <laughs> I love that. Um, I also love that, like, I find that comments like that are people who are like, ugh, you tried to trick me, and you almost got me, but you didn't get me this time. <laughs> if it time. wasn't for those meddling kids. Yeah, and I'm always like, You're a do, you think, villain. do you think that I'm just, like, a, I'm stiff in here for, like, two seconds? I'm like, if I have a full face of makeup, I'm going everywhere with that makeup. Period. It's not coming off until seconds before I go to bed. Exactly, and sometimes not even then. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I don't advocate for that, but I will say it's happened. It's true, same. Same. I've I woken have... up with an eyelash on my forehead before. I've <laughs> just been like, that's my new eye. I've woken up and it's missing off my face and I don't know where it went. Yeah. Yeah. You don't even know if it's at your happens house. Happens to the best of us. Somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I used to, but I'm Someone get, has it. I'd get drunk at house parties. I would just be like, watch this. And I'd take my lashes off and like put them on like a potted plant or something. <laughs> and I always to this day wonder at what point somebody who like whoever's house it was was like cleaning and was like, is that those fucking <laughs> eyelashes on my like? That's base? your calling card, like Zorro. Yeah, it's how you, you know I was there. Scene of all my crimes. <laughs> oh my god! One time, I think one of the few times I like didn't remember everything from like me and my friends. We had like a raging Super Bowl party when I was in college. God. And I remember the next morning, I'm like, "Why does my throat taste like?" ash like did i like eat a pile of ash and someone's like oh you were smoking cigars all night cigars, cigars. who has cigars hello father i'm like, like we're all <laughs> teenage girls like who has cigars i love the idea of some girl at a super bowl party That's being like all right guys i'm pulling out like a three inch diameter <laughs> like and then my friend showed me pictures of me holding it and i said where did i get that I you guys just let me smoke a random cigar? I hope the first photo was like the full length cigar, and then the next photo was an hour later, and it was like a tiny a little nub. nub. Yeah. And you I was were just, just going like, in. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if I ate it like a carrot stick. That's what my throat was like. It's like a shark bite. And literally, I was like, like a popsicle. You think it's one of those jerky sticks? Stick up the whole car. That was me going, watch this, and then I just eat a cigar hole. Yeah. And everyone was like, you just did that. You were like, and that's called being a performer, honey. <laughs> you could never. I like, it's called comedy. Look it up. Yeah. Oh my God. My teeth are just ash black. Like they're just co coated in it's ash. It's like that chocolate trick where you like get a chocolate like frosting and you put on one too. <laughs> but it's a cigar and it's like horrible. They're like, she's, she's honestly, she's my friend. Okay. Yeah. Be nice to her. That's Aww. them defending me. That's so sweet. <laughs> oh my god. Well, thank you so much to the wonderful Miss Benny for joining us today. You are an icon and a legend. I adore you. Thank you. I think you're so fun. So Before we leave, do you want to give any advice to anyone who may be struggling with or grappling with wanting to live authentically as themselves, whether it's in real life or online? Yeah, I mean, these are things that I'm actively learning about my transition right now and myself mm -hmm. right now. Um, the two rules I'm trying to follow are to be patient. Um, I think sometimes when you're wanting to be yourself, you want to go from like zero to RuPaul. Like mm -hmm. you want to be like there and mm -hmm. you just have to be patient with yourself and realize you're in like a new stage of puberty a lot of the time and like relearning things that no one ever taught you when they should have. Um, and the other thing I say is to protect yourself, whether mm -hmm. that means to advocate for yourself and to speak up for yourself, or if it means to take time to heal, to give your brain some space, to get your nervous system together. Mm -hmm. um, those are like the two principles that I found have been so helpful for me as a, as when I was living as a gay man and now as a trans woman, just allowing myself the space to 
enjoy the transition and yeah. enjoy the time. I mean, being your authentic self is not a destination. It is a day-to-day thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, some days you just, it's not happening. And some <laughs> days it is. And you got to honor that when it happens. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and also, if you're thinking of bleaching your brows, I get it. <laughs> I did it. You should try it. But just <laughs> make sure you have the other color you're going to put in to t- fix it later there. Just so you have it. <laughs> just in case. Yeah. You need that. I recommend it. Sound advice. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm here to say one thing, it's bleach the brows, but understand there's a time limit. Have a safety net. Yeah. Have a, a plan B. <laughs> when it starts growing in and you're like, I don't want to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much to the amazing Miss Benny for joining us this week. Uh, where can everybody find you? Everyone can find me at Miss Benny on everything except for TikTok. I'm I hate Miss Benny. Um, <laughs> it's not indicative of how I feel about myself at all. I'm sure, but uh, <laughs> we can talk about that later. Um, otherwise, you can listen to my debut EP Swelter, or you can watch Glamorous on Netflix. Very yes. fun show. Very silly. Please hate watch it. Please make fun of me. <laughs> it is such a good time. <laughs> thank you so much for joining me. I adore you. You're thank hilarious. You you. And so thank fun. you so much for joining us on this episode of the Comment Section Show. Remember new episodes drop every Wednesday exclusively on Spotify and I'll see you next week. Bye!